Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. This week, I'll be headlining the St. Louis Funny Bone. That's October 26th through 29th. TJ will be in Omaha at the Funny Bone there. So come on out and say hello. We love to see the 12 and a half. And thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with TJ Miller. Is that, is that right? Everybody remembers Marsha because it's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um... Where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? Oh, I want to hear about something. I want to hear what happened. I think the, well, the listeners I are I was curious. here about to say when it, where I was until okay, okay. But I wanted to you hear broke in and, okay. and said you wanted to hear something. <laughs> With you, it's always Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I <laughs> know. Uh, what were you going to ask? What happened with the, uh, with the present, with the anniversary gift? The table? Yeah. Ah! Have we talked about the table on the podcast? No. Yeah, we we we, we did. Yeah, that, oh, that's last, right. We talked. Yeah, we, we had a lot of table talk. Yeah, there was a lot of table last talk. Episode. And I'll tell you this: it was not a birdbath conversation. It wasn't. It's a table talk. So what happened? How'd it go? It's a table talk. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty amazing. So it was sort of hard for me to, you know, kind of uh, keep it under wraps yeah i would sort of give a really obscure or obtuse or whatever hint yeah and a couple of times i said well kate's not sure that i'm very craftsmanlike." you know there's no way she could connect comments like that to the table so i did a few of those but i didn't want to you know gild the lily as they say well you let me just break in for a second here sure and tell you that miles we, I guess we were supposed to release an episode that day. Yeah. And Miles, this is what a great producer Miles is. Yeah. He decided to release it a day after your anniversary because he didn't want to ruin the surprise. Well, what's hilarious about that is I didn't give it to her until two weeks after our anniversary, essentially. Or a week after, I'd say. So he did release it. was the sixth. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it was the sixth, and we came home on like the. 12th did you just something. tell her for six days like i have well, something the thing is there is no chance she would ever listen to the podcast so kate would never yeah. have found out but what not, if someone's secondhand social nothing. media nothing nobody she knows yeah that. okay 
but she's not really on social media. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's very funny um, that he. So yeah. And thank you to Miles for kind yeah. of uh, giving me that consideration. Um, but so I built this table and I put it next. So I decided there's a lot of talk about whether or not. I'm not sure I got your input on this. Whether or not to replace the old table with the new table and just leave it there. Or leave the new table right next to the old table so you can see how similar they are. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she kind of like... Um, she. Let me... I'm going to turn off the air conditioning in here. Yeah. TJ's uh, turning up the, the heat... Anybody who's missing that just got a heaping helping heaping of the hot, wet, thick hot, heat. Hot, wet, buttery, tasty, spicy pod. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, I decided to keep the table next to the other table. Okay. And I was very excited about it. And I decided I wasn't going to tell her about it. Okay. I wasn't going to say, hey, your anniversary present's outside. I was just going to leave it. And she didn't want to let the cats outside that night. So to wait until the next day. And then I was wondering if it was going to be until she went out on the, um, went out on the terrace. Okay. To see it. But you can see the back of it from, from uh, the front, from the window. You cannot see the back of it from the front. If you want to see the back of it, you should go around back, but then know that you'll no longer be able to see the front. Yeah, yeah. Almost no fronts are visible from the back. <laughs> and I'd say 100% of backs are not visible. So many places have a back and a front. And we talked about that last night as we left the comedy club. Front like, to I, back. I would surmise there's a back part of the front of the comedy club. And I talked about it, I said, I think it's going to be the opposite end of the front. Mm-hmm. And you said, I think almost 100% of backs are at the opposite of the front. <laughs> almost, not necessarily. Um, Unless we're talking about the old oblong. The old oblong cherry. <laughs> and uh, that cookie crumbles a whole different way. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, you know, here we are in a, uh, a pretty good situation. Uh, where she's going to discover it. I don't know when. And I wasn't like, oh, I hope she goes out there. I had waited long enough. Yeah. So the surprise, it didn't bother me that I didn't know when the surprise was going to happen. Okay. And then it worked out perfectly because she didn't go outside. I went downstairs and I just heard from the second floor, I heard her go, TJ, did you make me a table? 
And I thought, oh, this is so great. And so I cracked a beer because the building the thing with the beer was that's I have that in all the pictures. Yes. And I kind of went upstairs. She's like, did you make me a table? And I said, why? What's going on? What are you talking about? She's like, TJ. And I was like, let's go out and see what's going on over there. She goes, did you make me a table? So she didn't say, did you buy me a table? Because I think she, you know, you look at the table, you're yeah. like, somebody made that who. Well, you made, you told me you made one mistake. There's seven legs. Is that correct? No, I have seven oh, legs. Oh, shoot. I always get Between that Between the four limbs that I have and the penis, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize I can walk on each of my ears. They call you the double tripod plus one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was kind of a, um, I don't know. It was a very, uh, it just worked out kind of perfectly. And I, I only got, let me see. I got it. I can see. I didn't get her. She, I just, she was walking and she said just for a, like for a good hour after that, she I, she could say, she, I can't believe you bought me a table here. And I only, I didn't get the actual, I should have been recording more, but I had her redo it and it's pretty. What? Okay, there we go. So what did you say when I first called you? You said you couldn't what? Come over. I got to go in now. No, but just say it real quick. I wanted to have it on recording. Say what? You were like, I can't believe you built a table. I can't believe you built a table. Yeah. It's amazing. Thank you, sweetie. It's amazing. All right. Thank oh. you. All right, I'll see you in a second. Bye. I want to hear more. Bye. Um, so she really, as you can tell from me sort of forcing her to recreate it, she was really, really blown away. And I think she loved that I built it, that I didn't tell her. So that worked a lot. And let's remember that the table to build cost me a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. Right, right. You know? And then, but hiring the crew must like have cost a fortune. Yeah, but that was just to watch me to build watch it you. Yeah. in very strange yeah. mesh <laughs> uh, gowns and dresses and wearing feathered hats and plumes, and you know, not nude, but sort of wearing shrouds that have sort of three D printed nude right, right. women and men on them. And so what I was going to say is between those two things, I was able to say to her, look, I couldn't get you that sort of eighth anniversary, um, you know, tennis bracelet, which is a really nice sort of diamond bracelet. I said, you know, I couldn't get you that, but I hope you liked, you know, actual tennis and then the table more. And you could really tell that she did. Yeah. It was, you know, I'm not sure I talked about this, but kind of putting my money, not putting my money where my mouth is. Right. Was sort of the experiment for this. Your mouth is under your nose, which is a real problem. <sighs> and I'm, my money. I've been meaning to mention that. And my money is under the table. <laughs> uh, I, so you played uh, that. Uh, some people call it tennis. Others call it smashing a yellow ball with a you stick. You can rename game, it. Game. Yeah. Yellow fuzzy stick ball game. <laughs> uh, I, yellow so fuzzy stickums. I think it was, it was a great example of why. You know, you think, oh, girls want jewelry and they want expensive gifts. And it is true that a thoughtful gift, if it's the right gift, it's just worth more. Mm -hmm. It just means more yeah. to them, you know? Well, I think flowers are always a they good do. idea. They do. They say you should 
buy experiences. You should spend your money on experiences versus physical things. Another thing I've read recently is that people that are married are 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 they've done enough studies now where that people that are married are a little bit happier than other people. Yeah. But when you look at those studies, it's not clear if people that are already happy and then they get married. The people that do get married were already a little happier. So it's it, and there's no way to know what the answer is. That's called correlation rather than causation. Mm -hmm. And they do that a lot. I always make fun of people because my degree is in psychology and there is a pretty funny thing that they've, which is they always say, well, people who floss live longer or something. And it's like, no, people who floss probably also run in the morning. They yeah. probably eat healthier. They probably try and get as much sleep as they can. They, they do, you know, there are all these things that sort of Say okay, you know this is. Uh... I, I still think it. I still think marriage makes sense. And I have a buddy who his wife was out of town, and the other day he was like, kind of enjoying this weekend. I I didn't realize how much I would enjoy, you know, having the place to myself. I wonder if marriage is the right thing. I go, I go. You know, I think um, it's nice to be alone when you don't have to be alone, right? Yeah, I think... Like, if uh, I remember Friday nights where, you know, I wasn't in any kind of relationship and it seemed sad. And now when you appreciate being alone when you don't have to be, that's really what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think, yes, you kind of... Um, I, I definitely... Um, I definitely feel like... You know, I get lucky though with the times when I was when Kate was up there with her father, and I sort of um, I came back and spent the night in Manhattan on my own. Yeah, that's it's really fun to be in your place on your own. But as soon as she was back in New York, and the two of us were sort of in the city, uh, like in Manhattan together, oh my gosh, it was so like it's so fun. So I think. I think you're absolutely right. And I think people that get married, I think marriage is great. And I think this is why I'm kind of frustrated with my situation with kids. I think people who have kids end up just, I think you're happier because your life is more dynamic, it's more rich, and it extends out more. I think when you're sort of just a childless couple, you kind of, I, I can't imagine that in your 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, that you're kind of as happy the as... The same study I read said that having kids lowers it, actually. Really? That's, yeah. No, that's not yeah, true. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. No way. Yeah, it lowers it a little bit. The, the happiest people are married, and then beneath that is people married with kids. A little bit. Really? Yeah. What's the study? I, I don't, I don't. you know, this is like in the Atlantic or the New York or something. I think it's in the cash levy monthly. <laughs> it's in the newsletter that's in the uh, yogurt land. Yeah, it's the yogurt land newsletter. Um, one more tiny, here's an observation before we go, and then let's do some maskers before we go, But because there's a couple of maskers I really want to get to that, that you sent me. But um, we're here in Houston, and like I said, um, you know, um, I like to sprinkle all my food with tang. Sure. Every town has a path. Have you noticed this? Every town has a path that people are proud of. A path? Yeah, a path. They'll be like, yeah, you should, 
you want to you want to take the millennial path it's going to take you you know like if you say is there a good place to walk around here or take a bike ride they always have a path nearby and it could be terrible but they'll be like yeah you should do the uh, millennial path or the uh, centurion path or you know what we got something called the bozeman trail i think you should take a look yeah, at that yeah, you're gonna walk yeah. for a while or the, bozeman trail's the, uh, a great the cut one. and jive walkway you should do that it's right on the uh, waterfront yeah they always have some kind of path middle. it's always on the waterfront. yeah yeah right and we got into this hotel where it's all shopping malls and freeways and, and i don't know what the path really is called really sad but shopping malls when yeah, we're performing they're, they're all be, i mean our, the comedy club this week is being the, literally there's like 15 buildings around it they're being actually shuttered down they're and just raising being, them yeah, r-a-z-e yeah yeah just destroying <laughs> I mean, I, I was standing outside it's the comedy demolition. club. They're doing it's controlled a demolition. demolition. It is. It is. But there's a path. The lobby has a, a map of the path. I don't know what it could possibly be. We're in the middle of just freeways. And what is it? Do we know? I don't know. You, we'll have to go check that out. We've got but, to go uh, on it. But um, uh, anyway, let me, uh, yeah, let's, let's do a couple maskers, buddy. Like 85% of superheroes, this is... Maskers. Maskers. We're going to do more classic episodes. Sometimes if I haven't seen TJ in a while, it's hard to have as much structure. Uh, I'm just catching up with an old friend, but we will do some more. I I love uh, hearing your stories. We'll do some more. This is... uh, But the table was a hit. From Neil. That's good. That's good. People are going to be curious about that. Uh, Neil Bartlett writes, Can I ask the Maskers a question real quick? Are octopuses just spiders with water legs? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right? It's yeah, yeah. They're water it's they're spiders. Water legs. They're spiders with water legs. I mean they might be ocean spiders. But yeah, I think that's absolutely right. This is like it's hard to find the maskers now because they've changed the, the name of uh of Twitter. That's interesting. I know everyone knows that, but I still think X. it's, yeah, it's, I think it's X like, now. really? Okay. That's, he's trying to do what we're doing. He's trying to he's just change trying. the names for everything. People got mad at me, but Water I, have pellets. Say, I have to say, people got mad at me, um, but uh, I have to say that, um, well, I'm going to look up some Chig Bungus writes, elevator, just a closet with restless leg syndrome. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's oh a moving God. closet, isn't it? It's a move. I don't know. I like restless leg syndrome. Is <laughs> my favorite thing. Andrew Alterman writes the audio in a show or movie open captioning. Say it again. The audio in a show or movie open captioning. Instead of closed captioning. Right. Open captioning. I like that. See, the show really, we just rename things here. Water pellets from the sky. Well, here's, and yeah. off of that, elevator with restless leg. What is it? A closet with restless leg syndrome. Chig Bungus, Mr. Yeah. Booty Loose, writes, dumb waiter, just an, ele- just an elevator with low self-esteem. I think absolutely. That's a good one too. Dumb waiter, just an elevator with low self-esteem. Absolutely. Here's here's a good one. Della Costa. Uh, he writes, uh, "What does it all mean?" <laughs> you know, I think if you're coming to this show for the meaning of life, you've come to the right place. Look at that picture. Yeah. 
Who's that? It's just a masker. If you guys look up hashtag maskers, you see some really weird stuff. Really, really weird stuff. Delacosta, what does it all mean? Can you answer that? Del, I think this is, you've come to the right place. I think you should go back to some of the previous episodes. I think you should watch watch every incarnation of Yentl. And then do that while you're having some lentils. Yeah, eat some lentils, watch Yentl. Um, Here's one. Andrew Alderman writes, Zooming by a fellow driver in anger. Passive-aggressive? Passing-aggressive. I love passing-aggressive. We've talked about this. The the goal, and my kids like to watch me do it, the goal of any transaction in your car is to make the other drivers more angry than you are. You know? Yeah, I think I've never flipped anyone off. You want them to think you misunderstood their anger, and it makes them even more angry. Yeah, I just go, Where you smile at them, and you're like, yeah, yeah, great. You give it a thumbs up, and they're flipping you off. What? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. It makes them more and more angry. Actually, you giving a thumbs up is funnier. All right, Amanda Starr says... First off, uh, and she's Hamal underscore Camel. Do you think there has ever been a CFO or a CEO with those initials? Very Confucius. Uh, I think that's right. That would be funny if it's like, my name's Charles Edward Olson, and I'm the CEO of this company. So you go by CEO or you are the CEO? (laughs) What? (laughs) And then Amanda Starr writes... Do you think nicknames can go too far? My husband started calling me Mammal and then Camel, and now he calls me Hamel, which is ham plus a camel. And then the other day, uh, my two-year-old called me her sweet camel. What is happening? LOL. So the real question is, do you think that nicknames can go too far? No, I don't. I I think that's good. And I I think I like when they get to their shortened version too so it no but i think that's i think that's good you know i think have you ever had a nickname that goes well actually your nickname did go too far or maybe not far enough right what what do you mean i don't know when is a nickname no longer a nickname but just a name well yeah i mean that's true that's true eventually it just becomes your name I mean, both of us kind of. Uh, 